This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. You know, I love a lot of things about jazz music. Like, I love the improv, I love the creativity, I love the challenge it provides to us as individual musicians. Just a lot of things are great about it that I enjoy playing and listening to it. But what a lot of people don't know is my favorite part about jazz is the ballads. I just love ballads. I love playing the ballads. I think it's just some of the most beautiful music, right? And just these old tunes. Oh man, it's so great. And so I've been thinking to myself for a while, there's this particular ballad that I've really been wanting to learn and still don't know it. And so on today's episode, I am going to learn that jazz standard for the very first time. And I think in the process, you might learn it as well, just by going along this with me and maybe at least get inside of my head of what I think about when I learn a jazz standard by year. This is going to be fun. Let's crush this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. And hey, I'm excited you're here. Like I said, I'm pretty excited about this episode because I'm going to learn a new tune today. And you know, I have to be honest with you to just start the show out with. Today has not been a good day for me. You know, you ever have those days where it just things aren't working out right? Uh, there are adversities in your way and you just, you know, you feel frustrated and you're just looking forward to the day being over. Well, that's the kind of day I'm having right now. But you know what? I thought to myself, you know, man, I, you know what? I'm not going to let all these things overtake me. Where do I go? What do I do? I'm going to go to some jazz music here. I'm going to learn a tune. Why? I haven't been practicing as much. Why? I've been working on all these other things with my new jazz membership, all these like things that are going on in my life right now, and that just happens sometimes. But today, I'm going to take some time out for me and take you along with me to learn a new tune because I think this is going to be some good therapy for me right now. So thank you for indulging me, but I do think you're going to learn a lot here. So I'm going to learn a new jazz standard today. I hope that you uh, are able to learn it with me or at least get a good grasp on it by the end of this episode. And that tune is Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Oh, this is such a good ballad. And if you're not familiar with it, well, you'll probably be somewhat familiar with it by the end of the show. So um, what am I going to do? I'm going to literally go through a recording that I found of it. I'm going to base my learning off of this particular recording. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to learn it by ear. I have zero sheet music up. Um, and I'm just going to you know, slowly go through it and do it live on the show. So you can listen along with me. You can take your instrument out if you're not in a position to take your instrument out you know, listen to it, go like, see what's going through my head. I'll narrate what I'm thinking about. And I think you're just going to learn a lot from today's episode. Now, before we jump in today, this episode is sponsored by my new membership called the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. 
Now, if you're not familiar with the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle by now, it is my jazz membership where we do monthly jazz standard studies in our Jazz Standards Club. We have access to all of my practice programs, such as Zero to Improv, 30 Steps Better Jazz Playing, Jazz Blues Accelerator, How to Play What You Hear, which is my ear training course, and a bunch of others. Access to my Basics 101 courses to help you fill in the gaps in your musical knowledge, a monthly live Q&A call with me, and a really, really awesome community of like-minded musicians all learning together. So if you want to check out more about the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle, go to ljsinnercircle.com, check it out, and I hope you become a member over there and join our Inner Circle family. Okay, let's jump right into this and learn Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. So before we um, start playing the recording and getting our ears working on this tune, um, keep in mind that I always suggest my list process for learning jazz standards by ear, which would include me already having listened to this tune, internalizing this tune, um, singing this tune, and now the transfer phase. So what I'm really going to be doing today is the transfer phase of this tune, kind of in the interest of, you know, of course, this episode not being, you know, five, six hours long, right? So now if you want to learn a little bit more about how I really get deep inside of jazz standards, then uh, I recently did an episode, uh, episode 221, Improv Hacking Jazz Standards, my three-step proven process. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. I want you to check that out. So understand we are doing the express version today. All right, so let's get started. So the recording that I've chosen today to learn this song off of is um, actually a Brad Meldow recording, pianist Brad Meldow. And that's another thing a lot of people don't know about me is actually my favorite, at least modern jazz piano player is Brad Meldow. I just love the style of his playing. I love a lot of the things that he does. So I'm going to learn it from this recording because I know that he kind of, for the most part, is actually playing it pretty straight. He's not doing a bunch of too, too many weird things. Um, and also, I just love his version of this tune. So I kind of want to like get inside of that and mimic that a little bit. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of play the first. Well, let's just play the first little section so you can kind of hear it. And we're going to do this in batches. stop it right there that's the first a section and as you'll kind of hear i think i, I think this is an aaba form but we'll, we'll find out we'll get there we'll get there so the first thing i kind of want to do um i'm going to learn the melody first for that a section but i kind of want to know what the first chord is like kind of the key center and because i know this song so well i can tell you that the first chord that's played is the parent key center so let's play that really quick i'm gonna listen to the bass note Okay, so it's in the key of concert C, and I'm going to listen again to what the piano chord is. Let's listen. Okay. Actually, he has that note on top in the piano. So, definitely a C major 7. We are in the key of concert C major, not C major, okay? So, now I'm going to go ahead and learn the melody just one by one here. So, let's go ahead and get that first batch of notes. Okay. 
Da do da di. So let's find that first note. Um, okay, so it's a G. It's a G note. Da do da di. Okay. And then does it sound better on guitar? Lower. I never know really, but let's just go an octave higher for now. So C major seven. Okay, now let's keep learning. So beautiful. So it's very similar to the first part, but this time we start on an E. Go, we go E, F. Okay, so it goes. And let's continue. Let's listen. I think I got that first note wrong. So let's listen really closely. Yeah, I did. I, I was doing a chromatic approach, but it's actually... And then I think... Keep listening. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Okay. Now, right now, if you're going like Brent, how are you doing this so quickly? Like, <laughs> don't worry about that. Listen, you do this at your own pace. Like, this is just me, right? I've done this a lot. I, I can kind of hear things by ear and relate it to my instrument. Maybe a little bit faster than you. Maybe the same speed as you. Don't worry about that, right? Do things at your own pace. The more you do this, the better it gets. So I'm going to try to go from the beginning of the recording and see. I don't think I'm going to be able to get Brad Meldow's like rhythmic playing exactly right here because um, he does take a little bit of liberties with the rhythm because if you listen to a vocal version, it's definitely a little bit straighter than what he's doing. But let's just make sure we got the note choices right. So one more time I want to play that part just to make sure I got it right. Oops, back a little bit more. Yeah, he just does it quick. Okay, let's listen to the next part. Okay, I think that's right, but let's go back. Yeah, it is. Let's listen to that again. So what are those notes? Okay, so really beautiful. So let's listen to the next bit. Okay, 
those are just little fills. Those aren't actually part of the melody. So that's the first A section. So um, let me make sure I can play the melody of the first A section there um, with Brad, at least to a degree. So let's check it out. I need to start that over because I messed that up. Because, you know, little secret here, the second A section is going to be pretty similar to the first one. So I want to go ahead and just grab those chords really quick. So I already know that the first chord is C major 7 or C major 9 or whatever, a variation of that. So let's just kind of figure it out from here. So let's listen hard. Okay, so if you listen to the bass, the note is a D. And I can already kind of hear it's a minor seventh chord. So it goes. Okay, so we have we go from a, a C major seventh to a D minor seven. Again, I'm listening to the bass note movements. That's giving me a good hint there. And on ballads, bass players are are really kind of definitely hitting those those bass notes on the roots a lot of times, right? Not perfectly, but they do. I could just hear with that. It sounds like it's going up the diatonic series a bit, so let's keep listening. Oh, I sang it wrong. I was singing the melody. Let's sing the bass note. Okay, so the bass note is E. Okay, and I definitely can hear it's a minor seventh chord. And again, that would make sense because basically we're going up the scale. C major seven, D minor seven, E minor seven. So, so far it's... Now that note, that's what we got to figure out what the next chord is. Okay, so I thought I heard the E still in the bass. Yep, he just hit it an octave lower, so... Okay, so that tells me that it's likely still an E chord of some sort. And I'm going to use a little hint from the melody. So we have... We hit this note right here. So... We had this G natural, which was the minor third of the E, but that note right there, that's an, an uh, uh, G sharp, that is the, the natural three. So I want to say that it just goes from being an E minor seven to an E dominant seven. Um, and I think that would make sense, and actually it would make a lot more sense if the next chord is an F major seven, which I think it is. So let me listen back though. 
Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely. So again, I was listening to the bass note. It goes da 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 da. That's an F major seven. So we're really just going up the scale, but on that minor three chord, we're gonna make it a dominant seventh chord, right? For a second there, so an E seven, and then arriving to that F major seven. That's just beautiful, beautiful harmony. So, um, we got to figure out what the next chord, though, is. So, let's take a listen. See, I'm listening to that bass note. Okay, that is a B flat, and my ears are picking up a dominant seventh sound. Let me listen, though. Definitely. You hear me play that chord? That's a B flat 13 or a B flat 7. Okay, so this is what we got so far. We have C major 7. So still C major 7 there. And then D minor 7. And then E minor 7. E7. F major 7 and then some sort of B flat 7 okay the melody note yeah okay so alright so the melody note is the ninth. so it's a, kind of a B flat 9 um, okay now the next part uh, let's listen back ding ding Ding. So back to C major seven. I thought maybe you play the three chord because the three chord, um, the three chord which is E minor can be a good substitute. And it almost sounds like that's what Brad Meldau is playing. But let me listen. No. No. Goes back to the C major. So. Um, da, da, dee, da. Now this next note is the one that sounds interesting to me that I heard the bass play. So we're back at C major 7. D, D. Now my ear is so keen. It's not so keen. I'm, that, that sounded very arrogant. It's not so keen. But it is, it is good enough to hear that. I think it was a... Tritone substitution. So which which tritone is it? Let's listen to that bass note again. Yeah, so it's an E flat seven. So it's hmm, that would make it that would make it Yeah, that would make it a E flat seven sharp five. That's a little dissonant. Let's listen. Yeah, but that's what it is. You kind of even hear it in the the uh, the piano. So da dee da. Or is it a diminished seventh chord? Hold on, let's listen to that. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
I feel like I'm not hearing the E flat diminish, but we'll we'll keep listening. And you know, in a lot of ways, I want to. I want to say the one that makes the most sense, honestly, is E flat diminished seven, though, because like you can like let's just say we're on the three chord, which would be E minor, and then down to the E flat diminished. Yeah, that just makes more sense to me. Yeah. But if it's diminished, those notes make sense. All right, so I'm going to go use my music theory knowledge to my benefit. I'm going to say that I think what I'm hearing is an E-flat diminished 7. And I could be wrong, and I could be wrong, but that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my best with my ear before I go check any charts. Okay, so where does it go after the E-flat diminished? So... That's to the two chords, so D minor. So let's keep listening. Oh, interesting. Okay, so... Then it goes to E, A flat 7. So, well, five, uh, dominant seven, six, five to one to the D minor. Uh, it could be right. I almost feel like that was a reharmonization there that they just did. Let's figure it out. That'd be an A flat seven. Okay, I see what's happening. So it's going. not what actually happens in the recording so just to narrow it, narrate what i think is happening is it goes to a two chord six two but then a a flat seven and then hits a d flat minor seven and then back to d minor seven g7 back to the top that's what i think is happening that's what i think is happening but we'll keep listening so again the chords c major seven d minor seven e minor seven e dominant seven f major seven b flat seven and then c major seven e flat diminished seven d minor seven a seven and then i think that he does Really, I think they don't go, really in the original recording, they don't go to that minor chord. They just.
just go five chord to one chord. But okay, we'll just stick with that for now. Let's listen to the second A section. Same thing. That's an F major seven, so it goes. Um, da -de -da 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 -da. D minor seven. Duh. Uh, duh, duh. Maybe just D minor seven to F major seven, and the melody goes. Oops. Yeah, that's that's what I'm pretty sure is happening. Let's listen again. It's still the first day, I think. Or maybe not. No, the second A. Okay, so it goes C major seven, E flat diminished seven, D minor seven, A seven. From the A7 to F major 7? Maybe. Let's listen again. Yep. Goes. It's right from the. Instead of resolving back to the D minor 7 2 chord, goes A7 to, to F major 7. All right, so I think I have the two A sections down at this point. Let me try to play it from the beginning with the melody. I think that I think that he actually plays F Lydian, or he plays a sharp eleven. But we won't do that because I don't think that's the actual chord that they play. All right, so I'm not really getting um, Brad Meldau's rhythms correctly because he really does. That's his thing. He does tricky things with rhythm. So ignore that part. The only note I keep messing up is the that that note right there. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so now we're going to head into the bridge. So, same deal. Now, the good thing is it's, I believe it's A-A-B-A. And I believe the A, the last A, I don't think there's any twists and turns in it, in it if I'm remembering correctly. So, it's really going to be a repeat of what we've already learned. That's kind of the cool thing, right? Sort of like, eh, we've kind of learned most of the tune at this point. But, yeah, we do have the, um, the bridge to go. So, let's listen to it. Let's back up. There's a transition. That's F major. Okay, so what it really just does, I think it goes a minor 2 5 1 to a D minor. So let's listen. It might not actually be a, I was thinking it's a E minor 7 flat 5 to A7 altered of some sort to a D minor 7, but I think I'm actually, I think it's just a regular E minor 7. Okay, so I think that's the, tr the, the harmonic transition from the F major to E minor 7, A7, and then to the D minor 7. But let's get the melody before we go in too far into the chords with the bridge. And I know rhythmically Brad Meldau really messes with this. I would recommend definitely checking out a vocal version of this tune as well if you want to learn it because then you'll get a more um, you'll get a more straight playing of it. chord is let's let's figure this out sometimes it's helpful to know the chords while you're learning the melody it's a minor seven it's a minor seven so it goes hearing it just twice and then this twice to the a minor seven and the difference really is just this one note so it's and that's an f natural and then that's an e natural or the fifth of a minor seven which is the chord it lands on let's keep listening though okay now something different All right, let's back up though. Wow, let's listen though. I'm gonna listen from the beginning of the bridge.
Okay. So the melody is pretty simple, but definitely Brad Meldow and his band, I take it back. They're doing some things. They're being tricky, but that's okay. Let's figure this out together. Um, all right. So the melody is... just it i think that's the melody so um then let's this let's go ahead and listen to the chords then and get those chords right that'll kind of give us some context to the melody all right so we land on d and what we're doing there you can hear there's a transition with the bass and the piano where it keeps going to that a7 Teutonicize that D minor seven, so it's the sixth chord of, of C major, but it's really acting as the five chord of D. So right now it sounds like we're in the key of D minor. So what happens after that, though? Because we need to get to the A minor. So. goes to E minor, to A minor rather, so it's D minor 7, A7, D minor 7. Now, the bass we're just going something like that, to A minor 7. So for now, I'm just going to say it goes D minor 7, A7, altered, D minor 7, and then it goes to A minor 7. I think I heard um, Brad Meldow playing the minor sixth in there, so that might be something. Oh no, that's not what he's playing. What is he playing? No, he's playing. He's playing the flatted six. It's that uh, kind of double O seven sound. So. But I think like the chords are just, it just lands on A minor seven. Okay, there's a chord there. Okay, so basically we turn the A minor seven into an A dominant seven, because we're gonna go back to the D minor seven. So I see how that worked. So A minor seven sounded like a new tonic for us for a second, but then we turned it into a dominant seventh chord, and now it's a five chord going into D minor seven, a one chord. So D da da D minor seven. Uh, oops, D minor seven. A seven. Uh, A minor seven. A seven. And then and I'm almost certain that's a D minor seven chord. Let's listen to it though. 
definitely. But that's the 11th in the melody, so it has that cool sound. Does it, do we go back to the A7, though? Let's listen. Not sure. I think so, probably. And the next question is what comes up next, because Brad and the band are doing some funny stuff. Let's listen. Oh, we got to figure this out. My ear's not picking it up. In this case, the band plays an E flat seven. Definitely, like an E flat nine there instead of an E flat diminished seven. So E minor seven, E flat seven, D minor seven, G seven. We're back at the top of the A. All right, so again, this is what I think just happened there. So. D minor 7, A7, D minor 7, and then A minor 7, D minor 7, A7, D minor 7, A7, D minor 7. E minor 7, E flat 7, D minor 7. G7, back to the top. Does that make sense? So now let's listen to the last A to make sure we got it right. Oh, let's move it back. Wait, hold on, hold on. Is that... Ah, I got it wrong. So it's... Yeah, yeah, okay. So it goes E minor 7, A flat 7. Wow, that's so cool. And then D minor 7, G7. That's really cool. Is that part of the original harmony, or did they just... God, that sounds so cool. Why is that so cool? E minor 7, A flat 7, A flat 7, D minor 7, G7. Love that. Okay, let's listen to last day. Back to D minor seven. Listen, let's listen again what happened there because I'm forgetting already. (laughs) 
then C major 7. Da, da. Okay, so that's the last note there. So Lands on the root, or he did an octave higher. Ah. Turn around. I really want to know. Oh, they do something weird there, but I'm not entirely sure if that's actually part of the harmony or not. Now, that time they did an E flat minor seven. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of the actual harmony. Oh, God, and then the solo is just so good. It's just hard to believe how good the solo is. But, uh, okay, let's let's start wrapping up this episode here. I think we pretty much got it. So let's just quickly, quickly go over it. So the melody is... That's not it. So that's it. That's the first A. And I'm gonna say it just goes two, five, and then back. I guarantee you that they turn around it like that in the regular harmony. 
Okay, so that was it. So a bit of a longer episode here, but um, hopefully that kind of helped. I literally had never tried to learn this tune before, so that was the very first experience. So what would I do next? I kind of got the basics here, but what I would really try to do now is I would try to really formulate the melody to make sure I got the straight version as best as I could to lock in with the melody. So I'd probably go um, cross uh, cross check some vocal versions of this as well. Um, at the end, I might look at a chart just to make sure I got all those chords in there. Because again, I know that Brad Meldow and his band were throwing in a few little tricks, I think, in there. Um, particularly with that A flat 7, which sounded really good. But do they do that in the recording? I'm not entirely sure if they do that or not. Also, I'm almost 100% sure that's an E flat diminished 7. And not a... E flat, yeah, it's not an E flat 7 alt. It's an E flat diminished 7. But, you know, these are things that I would just like to check at the end. But I put all this effort to learn this by ear. I'm going to know it so much better. There's more work to be done. There's more practice to do. But um, this is going to set me off on the on a right foot for this. So hopefully this actually helped you learn this tune a little bit to a degree as well. And what I encourage you to do, call to action, is to either take this tune and work it for yourself, go through the same process yourself, or pick another tune that you want to do this on and see how you do. All right, that's all for today's show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. and do appreciate you um, for checking in. Um, and hey, you know what? I have to admit, I do feel a little bit better. I said at the beginning of the episode, because I'm kind of having a bad day. But, you know, working on music distracts you, gets your mind off of things, helps you bring things back, and you listen to a beautiful song like that and feel like, hey, I can actually kind of play this too now. That's a good feeling. So um, always good therapy when it comes to playing music and and learning new music, I'd have to say. Um, Hey, and by the way, if you want to join the LGS Inner Circle, I would love to have you look at that at least just to see if it's the right fit for you because we do learn new jazz standards every single month and we really have an awesome community going on there of like-minded musicians playing all sorts of different instruments from all over the world. Everybody's in there helping each other, learning tunes, um, going through practice programs together, answering questions. It's really a supportive jazz community and we do learn better in community. So if you want to check out the LJS Inner Circle, that is where all the happenings are happening. Go to ljsinnercircle.com and check it out there. All right. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, wherever you listen to podcasts. Really appreciate that. Of course, you can always put in a, a rating and review for me on Apple Podcasts um, if you ever want to say something nice about the show and help other people know that it's a show worth listening to. Without fail, I'll be coming out with another episode next week. You can bet on it. And I look forward to seeing you back then. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes, and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.